Hey friends and happy Wednesday. I am here with another bonus episode for you guys. I'm so excited. But first, some real talk. When I record these impromptu bonus episodes, life happens around me. So you're going to hear my phone go off. You're going to hear me trip over my words. And I didn't edit any of it out. But hopefully you will still get something amazing from this bonus episode. I was so excited in my Bible reading today. I'm in Genesis. I'm reading the story of Joseph. And it encouraged me so much that I wanted to share that encouragement with you. And I also wanted to let you know of something really exciting that's new in my world that I hope will bless some of you. So let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it is Carla here for another bonus episode. I gotta tell you, I am doing a read through the Bible in a year plan. And I'm in Genesis because we're at the beginning of the year still. And I have been so encouraged reading about Joseph. Like it is lighting me up and setting me on fire. I had to come share my insights with you and encourage you with the story and life of Joseph. If you don't know it, head to Genesis, check it out. But the Coles notes is Joseph was one of the 12 sons of Jacob. He was uh, the firstborn of Jacob and Rachel, uh, whom Jacob loved. Um, And if you ever heard of the story, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, this is the Joseph we're talking about. His father made him this brilliant coat and his brothers were jealous of him. And Joseph had this dream saying, oh, I dreamt that you guys were bowing down to me. And that just made them so angry. Like us, the older brothers, we're going to bow down to you. Uh, Even Jacob was like, you think me as your father, I'm going to bow down to you. I don't think so. Anyways, the brothers were super jealous of him. They were out far off taking care of the flocks. Jacob sent Joseph to go check on his brothers and the brothers see him approaching in his beautiful coat and their jealousy takes over, right? Their jealousy got the best of him. Hey, we just talked about jealousy. Jealousy is a poison and their jealousy took them over and they threw Joseph in a pit with the intention of killing him. Um, But Reuben, the older brother, had some, I think, guilt about that. So he's like, let's not kill him. Let's just sell him. There's a caravan of people coming. We'll, We'll sell him. So they sell Joseph into slavery. Joseph is bought by uh, an Egyptian who had some influence in Pharaoh's palace. And Joseph is blessed by God in a very hard circumstance and by all accounts flourishes. And then he gets thrown into the jail under a false accusation from his master's wife. 
and he's in this jail and talk about a hard life. Um, and yet God still blesses him within the circumstance, right? He gives Joseph the gift of interpreting G- dreams and he interprets the dreams of some people in the jail, but they forget about him. He sits there for another two years in jail, um, having found favor though, and given some responsibility. And then Pharaoh has a dream and all of a sudden they remember Joseph and Joseph comes and by the grace of God interprets the dream and is given power over all of Egypt to prepare for and manage through a famine that's coming. And people come from all over to be fed by Egypt because they were so prepared. And Joseph is basically second in command in all of Egypt next to Pharaoh. That's the level of responsibility he gets. And in fact, his family comes to get food from Egypt and Joseph recognizes them and they bow down to Joseph before they even realize who it is. And then there's this beautiful reconciliation. But Joseph did not know the end of the story. When he was thrown in that pit, when he was sold into slavery, when he was taken away from his home and his dad and everything that he knew, he didn't know how God was going to use him. Imagine how devastating that was to have your whole life ripped away from you, to be sold into slavery. And yet God turned that into something that blessed his people, something that had kingdom impact. And so I want to encourage you right now in your circumstance, if you are going through a hard circumstance, maybe you're in that pit right now that Joseph was in when his brothers threw him there. Or maybe you're just, you feel like a slave to your thoughts and to your emotions, just like Joseph was thrown into slavery. I want to encourage you not to have a narrow view of your situation. You see, it would have been easy for Joseph to have a narrow view of his situation and in that be overcome with depression, with maybe resentment towards God, anger. He did not take that narrow view, though. He allowed his view to be wider to trust God in his circumstance and to be used by God. You see, if Joseph had allowed himself to get bitter and angry and depressed and resentful, his spirit would not have been accessible to God for God to use him through his circumstance. And I've seen this in my own life too. During my struggles with bipolar and borderline, going through the throes of childhood trauma, overcoming addiction and homelessness, when I was so narrow viewed in my circumstance, and when I saw myself only as a victim, I was not able to be used for God. I was not able to walk in purpose. You see, God didn't come down and rescue Joseph from his circumstance. He used him within his circumstance. And that's often how God operates if we are open to letting him move in us. 
So often we want God to change the circumstance that we cut off our availability to be used in the circumstance. When I changed my focus from all the hard stuff around me and decided to make room for God to move and to use me and to redeem my circumstance, he did. And not because he's changed them. I still have bipolar. I still have BPD. I still am working through childhood trauma. I still have a history of addiction that I have to be mindful of. I still have all those things. The outside circumstance has not changed, but I have allowed God to work through me. And in doing so is redeeming my circumstance for good. This podcast is an example of that, being able to reach out to you guys and talk to you guys and bless you guys with my experience. So I want you to stop having a narrow view and just looking at the circumstances of your life and start opening up your view and your heart and your mind to see how God can use you to see how God is placing you in the circumstance. Maybe you're there for an incredible reason. Like Esther, just for a time like this, there's a time coming where you being where you are is going to be instrumental if you open yourself up to let God use you. See, God's plans will be accomplished and established regardless. But how cool is it to be part of it when we open ourselves up to partner with God. That's such a cool blessing. It's such a cool blessing to work in partnership with God. He's going to do what he's going to do anyways. But to be a part of that, that's amazing. And so many of us cut ourselves off from being a part of that because we get too focused on our circumstance. We get too stuck in our negative mindset. We don't take our thoughts captive. We let our thoughts take us captive right? We get led by our circumstance. We get led by our feelings rather than led by the truth of who God is and who he says we are. That was me for a long time. Being a victim, being led by my feelings of the moment, being led by my circumstance rather than being led by the Holy Spirit and being firm in who I am. So exciting. You guys got to read Joseph. I was even prayer journaling this morning. Lord, let it be so in my life. Let the, the outcome of Joseph be in my life. Let the blessings you poured out on Joseph be in my life. And I trust God to do that. I trust God to do that. But it does take getting a hold of our mind, changing the narrative, changing the story, changing how we think changing how we approach circumstance. I mean, we could be lying in bed, anxious. We can be operating in fear. We can be, did you hear that? I'm not even going to edit that out. My phone just went through. We can be living in fear. We can be allowing anger and jealousy to take over. Or, Or we can live in freedom. Even if our circumstances don't change, we can live in freedom. We can become better wives and better moms and better workers, giving glory to God. So exciting. 
We can be like Joseph. We can be like Joseph, who didn't get his eyes caught on his circumstance, which would have been devastating. And it's not to say he didn't go through periods of that. I'm sure he did, but he did not set up camp in the negative thoughts. He dealt with them, moved on, and was used for God. And guys, I'm just so excited about this story, and I'm so excited with what I have to tell you. Are you ready? I have just opened up one-on-one mentorship, and I'm so excited about it. If you are struggling with these things, if you're struggling to turn your circumstance around and be like Joseph and not fixate on your circumstance, but be used by God in it, I want you to reach out. If you are having trouble ditching the negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing truth with lies or replacing lies with truth, if you are having trouble building the mental resiliency you need in order not to be tossed around by circumstance and feelings, I want you to reach out. I'm offering this one-on-one mentorship. It's so exciting. We're going to have a 45-minute session together. You're going to walk away with tangible tips and tools on how to deal with the problem in your life that is keeping you bound in that negative thought space so you can have freedom. So you can have freedom. This is for the woman who is sick and tired of the the mental spiral she keeps going through. This is the woman who is sick and tired of feeling like her circumstance and her thoughts own her. This is for the woman who's sick and tired of being run by anxiety and and depression and jealousy and fear and all of those things and is ready to step out into where God is calling her. If that's you, this is for you. But I got to tell you, there's going to be work involved. You have to be in a place where you're ready to say, Carla, I want to take ownership over my thoughts. Carla, I don't want to be a victim to circumstance. Carla, I am ready to put in the work to change because it is going to be work. You're going to have to intentionally work on renewing your mind. I'm going to show you how, and I'm going to support you, but I can't do the work for you. So this is for the woman who is ready to transform her thoughts and her life and do the work that goes with it. So if that's you, send me an email um, at the email below in the show notes. I will send you an application and we'll see if we are a good fit to work together. And I'm so excited about that. So having said that, I hope you guys have a beautiful Wednesday. I hope that you are finding yourself to be like Joseph in your hard circumstance, open and willing to be used by God, and then seeing the blessing of God poured over you as you do that, making impact for the, the kingdom. All right, guys, be blessed. And I will see you here on Monday with a new episode. And we're going to be talking about when we feel burnt out. It's a good one. You don't want to miss it. Bye, friend. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.